0: We could try to explain what it's like to get your work done on a John Deere mower, compact tractor, or Gator XUV. But to really understand the feeling, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com get in the seat or visit a dealer near you.
1: Price drop, time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Through 25 seasons. 4561
2: episodes i believe the oprah winfrey show was one of the greatest classrooms in the world
3: i really never thought of it that way
2: the aha moments the breakthroughs the connections the occasional ugly cry
3: i'm missing so terribly
2: i miss it every single minute the lols the moments that mattered <laughs> The podcast. One of the nation's leading financial experts says that five people in this audience are going to leave here thousands of dollars richer with their own money in less than one hour. Money coach Jean Chachki has assembled a dream team from Money Magazine to help her with this challenge, and you at home will learn their secrets too. So take notes. I'm looking for Lindsay and Matt Clark. Come on up here. I'm looking for, hello? Hi. hi there, hi there, hi there, hi there. I'm looking for Kathy and Steve Lozer. Lozer? Lozer, Lozer, Lozer. Come on up. Hi, hi, right on over here. Hi, and I'm also looking for Diana Diza. Diana Diza. Is that you? Okay. Hello. Don't be scared. Okay, so all of these people knew that they were coming to a show about money, but they didn't know that they could leave here richer, right? You didn't know that, right? Okay, I didn't either. But anyway. (laughs) Lindsay and Matt are 25- and 29-year-old newlyweds expecting their first baby. They make approximately $97,000 a year. They have $6,000 in credit card debt and $65,000 in student loans. Kathy and Steve are both 51 and have four adult children. Two still live at home. They earn $100,000 a year and have approximately $34,000 in credit card debt. Diana is 23 and single. She makes $50,000 a year. She has $6,000 in credit card debt and $37,000 in student loans. Diana says she's living paycheck to paycheck. Okay, so Jean's dream team is waiting for you backstage. Okay? Don't be nervous. The <laughs> clock is ticking, and we'll be checking in with you throughout the show. They told me they could do this, but I, I don't even know if they we can. We can so do this. You can so do we it. We can that so gonna do That you're going to make this. them richer in an hour with their own with money. With their own money. Okay. Much richer. Okay. I want to see that myself. Okay? Don't you want to see that yourself? Yeah, right. That yeah. you're going to be richer yeah. in an hour with your own money? Because I don't have none to give you, really. <laughs> okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> they' run this way. We'll see you in an hour. This way, guys. Right out that door. OK. OK, so Jean Chatsky, author of Make Money, Not Excuses, says that women in our country, of America, should be a lot richer than they are now. So
4: what's holding everybody back? Excuses. Excuses like, I'm just not good with money. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one I hear every single yeah. day on yeah. the street. But this is not rocket science. Yeah. Or You only live once. That's the shopping excuse. You go into a store, you see something (laughs) you you want, you only live once. But you can't do it when it's getting in the way of your future. I'm afraid I'll lose money. This one I hear over and over again. People are afraid if they invest it, they'll be taking a huge amount of risk. Does not have to be that way. I don't have time. Of course you don't have time. Who Who has time? We have no time, but this can be very, very easy and very, very quick. And finally, there are a lot of people who think, "I'm too old. It's too late for me. It is never too
2: late." Let's start now. So Jean says that one of the most common excuses that women make for not taking charge of their finances is, "My husband handles the money."
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I'm sure that that rings a bell for many of you. So 48-year-old Carrie Hartsoe says that she knows that excuse. All too well. Listen
0: to this one. When I met my husband, I had been a single mom for about four years. My children were in elementary school. I was working two jobs and going to school full time. Probably six months or so before we were married, he started taking responsibility for the bills and and the money. I felt like I had been rescued. And who wouldn't want someone to just ride in and uh, make things easier and and better? Carrie thought she'd hit the jackpot.
2: With her real-life knight in shining armor by her side, she would never have to worry about household finances or bills again.
0: I rarely ever looked at a statement. I literally would get the mail, see a bill, throw it in his pile, you know. When her husband
2: got a promotion, the family moved to St. Louis, where they decided Carrie could stay at home.
0: Kind of felt like I'd paid my dues, and now it was gonna be my turn to maybe smell the roses a little bit, relax a little bit. And I thought, you know, this is great.
2: So in fact, what Carrie thought was the life she had always dreamed of was anything but one day, Carrie says, without warning, her husband asked for a divorce. Without warning. And they were deep in debt. And Carrie then had no money, she had no job. And nothing to call her own for the first time in years Carrie was forced to take a long hard look at her financial situation and what she discovered was bleak
0: as of today I probably have about $60 in my checking account and I have $49 in my savings account my family is keeping me afloat my grown children um, my mother I have um, sisters, and I even have an elderly aunt and uncle who have sent me money.
2: Facing possible foreclosure, Carrie was forced to move out of the 3,000 square foot dream home she thought she'd grow old in.
4: Carrie, Hello. Hi, hi, I'm.
2: Money G- coach Jean Chatsky flew to St. Louis to meet Carrie and to help her start rebuilding
4: from scratch. So you. Let him manage. Mm-hmm. But did you pay attention?
0: Not not very much. And that was my big excuse was oh, he's doing it.
2: Jean, Jean says for the Carrie, the time for excuses is over. And finding excuse. a job is priority number one.
4: Do you know how much money you need to earn in order to support yourself? A minimum of two thousand dollars a month plus a good, you know, $10,000 dollars additional every year to put away for your retirement. right? The only thing you have to realize is that there's no wiggle room in terms of saving anymore. No. I mean,
0: do you get that? Oh, I so get that.
2: Really, let Carrie's life be a warning for every woman out there. Her money it cost her, her 13-year marriage when her husband surprised her and said, I wanted a divorce,
0: something you never expected? I really didn't. I I would like to say that I was smart enough that I thought that was a possibility, but I really didn't see it coming.
2: You didn't see it coming. No, I didn't. Okay. So Jean did some number crunching to help Carrie figure out how much she needs to earn and save to retire
4: comfortably. And you came up with? Well, we heard Carrie say in the piece, she needs $2,000 in order to live. On top of that, you got to add taxes, and we need you saving big. We need you yeah. saving big. So 3800 a month is what you should aim to earn. You put away $1,000 a month, invest that for 20 years. I wish I could say 30, but you don't have 30 <laughs> left. You got 20. But at retirement, you can have 600 plus $1,000, which means it's not too late for you. You can do this. <laughs> great. Yeah, you can do this. Mm-hmm.
2: When you say, I think this is great for people to figure out, because most people don't even know, I bet you, what it takes for them to live. That's right. Okay. So how did you do that? You asked her that question, what's it going to take? And she then said, you said, a minimum of $2,000
0: a right. month. How did you know that answer? Um, well, I recently moved out of our home. So I knew what I was going to be paying in rent and estimated utilities and um, just basic expenses. And that's kind of where I came up with the 2000 minimum. Okay.
4: And so when you say you must earn 3800 a month, is that before or after taxes? That is before taxes. OK, good. We'll take taxes out of there. She'll still have plenty of money to save. And that's the thing. She needs $2,000. That's yep. not, I'm going to go shopping. <laughs> I need $2,000 order to live. And then saving becomes the priority. OK. Jean says she has four simple steps that anyone right now can follow. To get richer. Number one is maximize your income, figure out what you need, and then if you're not earning it, go get some more. You know, women are really good at asking for anything for our kids. When it comes to asking for money for us, we are terrible. Okay. Step two, spend less than you make. Now, this is where a lot of people (laughs) fall apart. (laughs) Here's what I want everybody to do. The next time you go make a purchase, whether it's a
1: $3
4: purchase or a $300 purchase, you pause. Take a breath. Ask yourself, what am I doing here? Do I need this? Often that's all it takes to get you to walk away. I I would like this young
2: lady in red here.
4: Can you stand up? (laughs) Because even
2: even as you're speaking, you know how you watch people's body language? First she was like this. (laughs) Then she was like this. Then she was like this. When you said, pause, she was like this. <laughs> so I'm, that's affecting you somehow, yes, yes when you're hearing that. What is, what, what's going on?
1: Well, I have a similar situation where I'm just getting out of a marriage and have a single-income household and basically starting all over financially. Um, and so, just hearing what you're saying, I'm really trying to figure out how to budget. I actually just moved to Chicago from Detroit. So, trying to figure out coach. how to budget. You need a good coach. <laughs> 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 it's yeah. um, and just trying to figure out, like you said, how to spend less than what you make the is the challenge. The best thing that you can do is
4: start watching what you're spending now. Get a notebook and start tracking your spending. You're going to find places that you can spend less, and you're going to find a lot of places where you say, oh my God. I spent that." And that's when you can start to really change. Well, let's
2: ask let's go back to it, because I saw her reaction. That's right. Thank you very much for standing up. But that, that question of, you're standing in the mall. You know, you got the mall browsers. You got the people, they, 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 mall, they do the mall thing yeah. to, to <laughs> fill themselves up, to make
4: themselves happy, to... to you know. They're feeding something that they don't think they have. Yeah. They're, they're trying to make themselves happy with things. It doesn't work.
1: from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?
4: Jean, what's the third step? The third step is to invest that money that you're not spending. You're not spending it so you got a whole pile of cash sitting in your checking account or in your paycheck. You move it out of your hot little hands automatically by changing your withholding so some of it goes into a 401k or just calling up your bank and saying, I want some of this to go into a money market account. Every single month, you do it automatically. And enough of this saving at 2% interest. There are really good savings rates out there now, 4%, 5%. Go get them, because the difference between earning 1% on your money and 5% on your money can be hundreds of thousands when it comes to retirement. And how much should you be saving? You should be aiming for 10%. And if you save 10% over a period of time... Over a period of time, you should be fine when it comes to retirement. You should be fine, but you got to put that money to work for you. You got to wake up those assets that are sitting there sleeping and make them work just as hard as you do. And then once you got this nice financial picture that you've built, this rosy picture, you're heading towards your million dollars, you have to protect it. You have to protect it. You need insurance health insurance, life insurance, disability insurance, a will so that it can take care of you and the people you love. And you need not to make that mistake that Carrie made. I want every woman sitting here to have money in your own name. Money in your
0: own (laughs) name. (laughs) Which you did not have. No, not really. Everything was commingled. Both, Uh yeah. And now you wish you did.
2: Oh, yeah. At 48. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say to every woman who's watching? Here's your story.
0: Well, for me, I think the story is hope. Um, you know, Gene has given me a tremendous amount of hope that it, it isn't too late. And you can start over at any age if you have to. But um, certainly, I would choose to do things much differently. I would hope that my daughter and my granddaughter would do th- things differently than I did. But moving forward, for me, there's hope. And, um, what would you do differently, the number one thing? The number one thing is I would have a savings account in my own name, that's and I right. would be contributing directly to that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think that's the new feminism, to it have is. your savings account in your own Absolutely. name. It's our little
4: red sports car. Yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> it's <laughs> our sports car. And, and it's a myth that if you're not in the workforce, you can't save for retirement. You are entitled to open an IRA of your own. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you so much.
4: Let's check in with our five
2: audience members. We just pulled them out of their seats. Now they're backstage with Gene Chatsky's Money Magazine Dream Team. Gene says in one hour, this is what they say, they're gonna be thousands of dollars richer with their own money. We're gonna see how that's gonna happen. How's it going up there?
4: Oprah, it's going just great. I hustled up here. I checked in with the Money Magazine team, and they are making great progress. But you got to know, they're dealing with some big issues here. We've got Lindsay and Matt. They've got $6,000 in credit card debt, $65,000 in student loan. Their big problem, she's a saver, he's a spender. Over here, we have Kathy and Steve. Again, they've got a big credit card debt, but their bigger problem is that they are spending $700 a month supporting their 22-year-old son. Clearly, that has to stop. And finally, over here, we've got Diana. Now Diana's got credit card debt, but she's young. She's got a lot of time on her hands. She should not be living paycheck to paycheck. So we're working our magic to find you some money that you can start putting away. Okay. Come on back down, Gene. Okay, I'm
2: I'm on my way. Okay, we're going to get the final (laughs) results at the end of the show. Now I want you to meet a group of friends who put an end to their money madness, and they took matters into their own
4: hands. We call ourselves the smart cookies. We followed your debt diet. And we stopped making excuses. And we started making money. It all started
2: a year ago when 24-year-old Katie Dunsworth decided it was time for she and her friends to stop spending, start saving, and get richer.
4: One of my biggest excuses
2: is spend now, worry later. And one of my excuses was that I was just too young to save. So they set up weekly meetings, confessed their debt, and made a plan to pay it down, then start investing, all as a team. I thought I needed the right clothes to attract the right people into my
6: life. Now I know better. I'm a smart cookie, share clothes, and I literally save about $600 a month. I used to believe I couldn't live without a car. What I've realized is taking the bus isn't so bad, and I'm saving on car insurance, gas, and parking tickets, saving $700
2: a month. Robin kept her car but gave up her parking spot instead. Now she makes an extra $50 a month, renting it out while she parks on the street for free. Katie and her fiance, Nick, even managed to save enough money to pay for their $22,000 wedding in cash. The smart cookies have saved thousands making small changes, cutting cable, walking dogs, selling clothes and even sharing magazines.
6: To being smart cookies, saving oh, money, thanks. all right.
2: <laughs> wow, congratulations. Wow. In 1 year the smart cookies save $15,000. They paid off fifteen thousand dollars in debt and increased their incomes by forty-five thousand dollars. Really? Yes. yes. So Robin, I hear you now you nearly doubled your income. How'd you do that? I'm a social worker. Yeah. You don't go
6: into social work to make money at all. No. Nope. However, after making about thirty thousand in the field, decided to go back, do my masters, and I complete that in May. By the time I graduate, I'll be up to about seventy thousand also doing some contract work on the side of adoption studies, and that's an extra 12000 a year. So Wow. 82000 82000
2: So this started by w- watching our debt die? Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah, we had actually... Yeah. Andrea and I had both seen the show and uh,
6: called each other and just sort of started discussing it. And really, the one thing that came across was we need to be held accountable. So we talked about maybe doing something once a week, and
2: so we called some other friends, and we meet weekly, and it's been... Well, had you be previously, before seeing that show, uh, with Jean and our team, had you... Were you in debt? Were you thinking about it? Were you talking about definitely, it? Yet? Yeah. I was,
4: I was definitely... I was the one that was in the most debt. And I was, it was something that I was definitely ashamed of because I had sold a property, my first property, made lots of money off it, and then I had nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. So it was something that I definitely wanted to take charge
6: of in my life. You know, I was almost... And truly, our spending, I mean, that was, for for me, it was just everything on the credit card, not thinking, not looking at bills, and spending really more than we were making and trying to live a lifestyle that wasn't who we are.
0: And not saving.
2: And not not saving. saving. But you still look so lifestyle cute. <laughs> <laughs> we share clothes. We share clothes. You share clothes. So you're all friends yeah. yes. who share clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a decision that you made, that share. we're going to share than th- rather than buy yeah. new yeah. stuff?
4: Yeah, yeah. We, we, had all exp- we all had expensive taste, and we knew that we had the same taste, so we thought, why not just share? I this mean, it's just easy. We all live within blocks of each other.
2: And so what was the goal?
4: The goal was really
6: to just cut back on, sort of frivolous expenses and to start saving. And in a lot of cases, we actually wrote down, like, our our main financial goals for Robin. It was getting um, a better-paying job for myself. It was saving for my wedding Mm -hmm. and really held each other accountable and sort of helped give suggestions.
2: So this was your, and you met, met, met monthly? Weekly. 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 Yeah, 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 Yeah. yeah, weekly.
3: And you look forward to it. Yeah, Yeah, we look forward to it as a way to, we educated ourselves and shared tips with one another. If someone had a great cell phone plan, then we'd share that.
2: And so so what about partying? I noticed some
6: cosmos in there. Oh, yes. <laughs> I recognize
2: a cosmo anywhere. <laughs> yeah. okay. We
6: invented something we call $6 Girls' Night, which is where we will make pizza, bring wine, and, and we'll. We're only we to
2: spend $6, $6 each. $6 Girls' Night. Yes. Okay. It's <laughs> It's doable. It's, doable. it's, doable. it's $6 go? per person. Yeah. yeah guess, oh, okay, yeah. good. <laughs> I'm like, that is very thrifty. <laughs> A dollar each. (laughs) So you love the idea, I know, of money groups. I love the
4: idea. And and I love it for all the reasons that you make clear. I like it because they're
2: so young and cute and smart cookies. Yes. (laughs) You smart cookies are inspiring. (laughs) So we challenged America to get out of debt with our great American debt diet. And millions of you got on board at Oprah.com. We followed three courageous couples who agreed to work one-on-one with our debt diet money coaches to see how much debt they could pay off in just one year. First up, the Bradley family. The Bradley family is from Raleigh, North Carolina. Lisa's a case manager. Stevens, a government employee. A year ago, they made $102,000 a year, but were $170,000 in debt. With a big house and four cars, nobody knew the Bradleys were secretly drowning
7: in bills. No one knows the truth.
2: And the Bradleys were on the verge of divorce over Lisa's out-of-control spending.
7: To get this truck, I forged my husband's signature.
3: We argued on a daily basis about money.
7: My marriage is very close to being being over.
2: Money coach Gene Chatsky moved in to help the Bradleys start digging out of their financial mess.
4: And he's going to give you $20 a day, and that's it. Bye-bye, big screen. That's OK. And it wasn't easy. You are going to get an allowance.
7: Lisa, you can't afford it. You don't have a clue. You really have no idea how pissed I am at you today, but I'm trying to contain that.
4: You can get as pissed off at me as you want. I want you out of debt. That was one of my favorite moments. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments, because little Miss White Jean Chatsky is talking to Lisa about the hair issues. And anybody who's watched us for years, this show knows that black women, we have a thing with our hair. But Jean, <laughs> Jean stood her ground. She's like, no, no. And Lisa's like, you don't have a clue, honey. So (laughs) anyway, the Bradleys were $170,000 in debt. One year later, they have paid off $50,000 in debt. It's great. <laughs> Thank you. you look great. You look great. So, what did the Bradleys do?
4: They got serious about paying down this debt. They got rid of two cars. Remember, we had a car issue yes, in addition to the issue. hair issue. That was thirty dollars They got rid of $8,000 in late payments, paid off $7,000 in medical bills, $3,000 in credit card. That TV that went back was another $2,000. So, they got serious. And then they didn't start spending. They didn't start spending. They did not start spending. She saved $5,000 by not going to the mall every day. That went wow. toward the debt. <laughs> $6,000 wow. by not eating out three times a day. This family can cook.
3: Wow.
4: They can cook. <laughs> <Wow>. and, and <laughs> and bills, monthly bills like insurance and increase their income, hello, by $26,000. dollars how they do that? How'd you do
7: that? (laughs) I took on a second job, second full time job. You took a second full time job? I did. And Steve did some
2: things as well. Worked
3: overtime. Two part
7: time
4: jobs
3: for you. Right.
2: Really? To increase the income level and use that money to pay off the debt. Exactly. Yes. Instead of buying more things.
4: Right. And then they started to save.
2: Well, I'm looking at Lisa's hair. It's just. So that was a major issue, as we know. That was, yes. And do you still get
7: it done every week? Is that the one thing you... I still go uh, weekly, but I did have some weeks that I did not get it done. I had a girlfriend who called me and agreed to do my hair free. Wow. Uh, So she did it free for me a couple of weeks, and I did it some myself. So um, I ended up saving about two, maybe $200 just cutting out when I really didn't need to get it done. Wow.
1: What will you find?
2: When we first met Lisa and Stephen, they were on the brink of divorce. How are you doing now?
1: I mean, we're doing wonderful, wonderful.
3: Really? It's just, this, this debt guide has been a blessing. Really? Right. The, how so? The, the, the arguments, the arguments are almost non-existing now. Really? Uh, it's, it's, as far as, you, as the Did finances, you argue a
2: lot about money? We did. And money then leads to other arguments, right? yes. Yeah. yes. So how did it change you, your family? being on the
7: debt diet? Um, It it changed a lot at first, I guess, with our relationship. That that was the impact of our family. Steve and I started to communicate more. We became closer as a family. Um, As you recall, I also lost a lot of friends through this process. And I realized my friend is Steve. Yeah. And uh, we learned, I try not to cry, we learned to lean more on each other. Uh Uh-huh. And um, it just (laughs) made it stronger for our family. (laughs)
2: I heard that you even renewed your vows. We did.
3: We wanted we did. a new start, fresh start.
2: You did. So did. And so would you say it changed the whole family?
3: It did. Yeah. We did. We're much closer now. Um, just the communication aspect, we just talk about when she, when she gets ready to purchase something, whether something she wants or something for the kids, she calls and asks, you wow. know, should I do this?
2: <laughs> it's a big difference. Yeah, so yeah. what do you see for their future?
4: I see an incredible future. You have, Exceed, I I was worried in the beginning. I I have to say now, I I was was
2: very worried. I was
4: a little worried.
2: (laughs) Especially when you walked in that beauty salon. Yeah,
4: that I was not going to make it out of that beauty salon. That was my worry. No, but you guys have, you you did it. You really did it. They are right now, they've got $6,500 already in savings. They're saving another $2,500 a month for the next year while Lisa's working these two jobs. Then we'll scale it back to about $1,000 a month. When they retire, they're looking at 1.7 million dollars.
3: Thank you. you for
2: being a shining example for everybody. Because what, obviously, what I what I like about this family is we're going to see another. It wasn't easy. It wasn't. And we could see from watching you. It, it wasn't easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy. <laughs> wasn't easy. <laughs> <laughs> easy.
7: Yes, great.
2: The Ecclestons are from South Bend, Indiana. Dan and Sally are both elementary school teachers. When we first met them, they earned $92,000 a year, but were $115,000 in debt.
3: It's very upsetting. I don't like it, do you? No, No, I don't like it.
2: Dan and Sally said their impulsive spending landed them deep in debt.
3: We both
0: are spenders.
7: If we find something we want, we buy it. All 12 of their
2: credit cards were completely maxed out. And they were just days away from filing for bankruptcy. I feel like I put our family in this situation. Financial expert David Bach taught Dan and Sally how to lower their interest rates and waive credit card fees with just one
8: phone call. If you waive it, I'll keep the account. However, if you waive that fee, then i probably keep the account You made $30 in two and a half minutes. So the Egglestons,
2: both our school teachers, were $115,000 in debt. One year later, they have paid off $26,000 in
1: debt. Hi 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 again. Hi again. Hi
2: again. Hi again. Well, David Bach, author of Automatic Millionaire and Start Late, Finish Rich, is
8: back. So what did they do? They are rock stars. These two worked... These guys really were not working as a team before we got to them. Yeah. And the moment we came in and started talking to them, they basically had an instant will-do attitude, not a won't-do attitude. They said, David, we will do whatever you tell us as the coach to do. Really? And that was, so, didn't the coach love that? Yeah, I love that That was coach. Yes. They worked so hard. These guys grew their income by $19,000. Doing what? $19,000. Wow. Anything, Anything we could. Anything, Anything we could. You, here, again, will-do attitude. I said, guys, you have to grow your income if you want to be out of debt in less than three years. Mm-hmm. What can you do? And they said, well, Sally said I could go back and I could work at summer school. Wow. You Is know, that what you did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dan had a lawn care business. He said, I could cut more lawns. We got him to raise his rate. He went and coached. The bottom line is, they worked their butt off.
2: Wow. Did you think it would be possible to pay off this much debt this soon?
7: No. Before it, this? Uh, this time last year, I was in such a hopeless, hopeless state. And if you would have told me we would be here today um, and have paid off that much, I would have never believed you. Even never. though
2: you still have a long way to go, you seem so... Oh, it is a weight. Lifted off wow. my shoulders. because the weight is knowing that you can. And we have a plan. Yeah. We have a plan. What do you want to say to other families who are
4: where you were? Well, it's important to, uh, number one, you have to recognize your debt. Once you accept it, then you put a plan together and you got to stick to it. It doesn't happen overnight. I mean, we're still
1: not out of, you know, we got a long ways to go yet, but you can't, you got to realize that it's not a quick fix. Yeah. It's a long-term... So how has it helped yeah. your
7: family? Um, We like the Bradleys. We are are so much closer. We um, have conversation about money. Our children are involved. We have a big board, and we're always looking at it, and they're like, which one are we on now? And which one are we paying off next? And um, it's it's in our house. It's part of us and our family.
8: What she just referred to is called adult board, and it was the worksheet that we listed all their debt. We put the credit cards. We actually attached it to it. And we put the interest rate, and then we told them which order to pay off the credit card debt. So the family could look at it every single morning in the kitchen and go, "Well, mommy, daddy, how are we doing?" And you know, they could mm-hmm. focus together as a family on which debt to pay off. So they knew they were making progress. That's fantastic.
4: One morning, our youngest son was explaining. He had a, a friend spend the night, and he was explaining <laughs> the debt <adult> board to him. <laughs> <laughs> he
8: was saying, "This is one we got paid off yes, uh, last week," and then we were. <laughs> on it's fantastic. One last thing that's so big about this, these guys raised their credit score as a result of all this work. In nine months, Oprah, they raised it 100 points. Wow. Thank you,
2: Sally and Dan. Thank
8: you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: The Whitlands are from Salt Lake City. Mark's a satellite install manager, and Marnie is a benefit specialist. Last year, they earned about $80,000, but were $81,000 in debt. Mark and Marnie constantly battled over the bills, and it was taking a serious toll on their marriage.
0: Because you know. can't
8: control this, are so you going to spend more money?
2: <laughs> kidding me? And when it came to their two teenage daughters, no was not in their vocabulary. Their money coach, Glenda Bridgeforth, laid out a plan. We're going to retire that debit card. We're going to cut it up. Cut it up. They made some progress, but their struggles were not over. Okay. The Woodlands were $81,000 in debt. One year later, their debt has gone up by $37,000. Money coach Linda Bridgeforth is back. She's written a new book, Girl, Get Your Credit Straight. Girl, get your credit
3: straight. So what happened here? Well, I'll tell you, Oprah, I think what happened with the Woodlands is that they were ready to get out of crisis, but they weren't really ready to get out of debt because when we first started the program, they were behind in all of the bills Mm -hmm. except for one, but now they're current. Mm -hmm. So I think that they were actually ready to take some action but didn't really realize how difficult it was going to be. Now, they've done some really great things. They have simplified the debt, because before they had 16 different bills. Now they only have six. They refinanced their home and so... uh, and paid off some bills. Uh, they did increase their income by over fifteen thousand dollars, so they did really that? get busy. So
6: a million three in real estate this year. Uh huh.
2: Good.
3: Excellent. Excellent. So. <laughs> okay.
2: But the difference I'm hearing between this family and the family that we just saw, uh, one of the things David was saying is that they did, you know, everything that he asked them to do. Mm-hmm. And I hear at one point you stopped speaking to her. Is that true? Um,
6: it got so invasive and so intrusive and so... which, obviously, we needed the accountability, but it got to be to a
2: level you that... You didn't want to do it. I didn't want that level of... You didn't want to do... Like we just heard the last family say, we will do whatever mm-hmm. you say we need to do. You didn't want to do that.
3: I didn't want to do whatever... It took. It took. Okay. Right. Is well, that, was
2: that true, Mark? Yeah. Yeah. For sure.
3: But I think that there were some suggestions that I was making, and I think that Marnie just kind of got to a point where it's like, well... I don't nowhere. want to hear you. Yeah. I, you know, I don't want to hear it. I got my own ideas. I just want to do it my and so, way. And so
2: you're $37,000 more in debt.
6: Yes. And had we listened to Glenda, that 15000 extra, and then the amount of money that was freed up from all of the other bills... It, uh, yeah.
3: It, it, it could have listen. been paid on the debt, yeah. and, exactly. and what happened was it wasn't. Okay. This is kind of classic, though, right?
8: It is. Well, what I said when we went over the situation, is it's almost like the ultimate American financial nightmare. And here's what I mean. Oprah, they pulled $50,000 out of their house. They had a huge piggy bank in their house, they had a lot of cash. They pulled it out, and they paid off a lot of the debt. But then they spent more money. So they didn't change their spending habits. Right. So mm-hmm. about one in three Americans refinanced their home to pay off credit card debt. But if you don't change your spending habits, you just end up with more debt. Yeah. So they didn't change. And, and what happened is, and even more said, they felt really good for a while because they, they had this money. Yeah. They paid the debt down. And it's almost like when you go on a diet and you lose weight, you look in the mirror, you look really good. Then yeah. you're like, OK, I can eat that pizza. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with money. You can do the same thing can happen when you, when you refinance and pay off your credit card debts. The same thing can happen if you're not careful.
2: What do you think of all this, stuff I Mark? think
8: we, you know, we got the money out of the house and then paid down our. Our bills or whatever, and then we lost focus of everything else just because we felt like we had done it all. Yeah. That's what I think.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you. Okay. So it's time to check in with our audience members who've been really hard at work upstairs, up backstage with Gene Chatsky's Money Magazine Dream Team. So, how did Matt and Lindsay do? Awesome.
4: Awesome. awesome. They all did awesome. And Matt... 6,000 debt, 65,000 in student loans. Exactly. But... They are going to take their savings, move it into a place where it can earn more interest. Matt is downgrading his car, selling his PlayStation. They're opening two Roth IRAs with all this found money. Lindsay's going to put into her IRA $250 a month. Matt's going to put $150 into his at retirement $923,000. Very
3: good.
2: It's so funny. I'm looking at Matt. I'm looking at his face. So he, come to the Oprah
4: show, and I'm downgrading my car. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? Okay. We've Go got Steve and Kathy. They had credit card debt, too. But they moved their credit card interest rate from 29% to 5.9%. <laughs> just now just we couldn't get them down to the stage cuz she wouldn't hang up the phone she's like "are now. you sure are you 5%. sure" 5% <laughs> wow amazing that's and a huge difference yeah they and? are no longer going to be paying the bills for their 22 year old steve didn't know that they were paying all these <laughs> bills for their 22 year old that's going to free up close to $700 a uh, month when are you
2: telling him <laughs>
4: When you get home, you're telling him when you get home on the train. On the train. <laughs> on the train home. Okay. At retirement, for these guys, four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Excellent. Good. We live on that. And finally, we have Diana, and she made great progress too. She is consolidating her student loan. We did that on the phone, saving sixty-six dollars a month. Getting rid of a gym membership she doesn't ever use. Taking a roommate, which will save herself $300 a month, putting that $409 away, and at retirement 42 years from now, this woman so young, she'll have $920,000. Excellent.
2: (laughs) Thanks to Jean and her Money Magazine dream team. Remember our smart cookies. Stand up again, you smart cookies. Remember our smart cookies who were inspired by watching this show a year ago. I hope you get inspired from all of our guests today. Bye, everybody. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to The Oprah Winfrey Show, the podcast. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Oprah Show, the podcast. And I thank you for listening.
1: From just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store, what will you find?